This is Anthems. My name is Alicia Radage, and I'm an artist working in performance and text. Your word of the day is wilderness. I remember the first time I came out to my mum. It was her 60th birthday and we were alone driving through the Pennines. She'd found pictures of me kissing my girlfriend when I was a teenager, but put it down to a phase, aided by the following visible relationships I'd had with straight cis men. On this journey to her birthday party, she asked me what all the letters meant in the LGBTQIA asterisk alphabet. This was my chance. I went through them all diligently and outed myself on cue. But how? Why? she asked. I have a long-term boyfriend. I've had loads of boyfriends. And then those close female friends that were actually lovers started to creep into the picture. But queer isn't just down to who you fuck. Yes, that's a starting point, but queer is also a state of being, a constant state of becoming in relation to your body, in relation to others, and how you live within dominant societal power structures. We sort of muddled through and then commented on the new wind farm on the moors, and that was that. Within my art practice, one of my primary concerns is the body. The way it's framed, the way it's read, the way it interacts. I'm prepping to undertake a PhD in the relationship between wildness, queerness, and the practices of queer feminist performance artists. When I make my work, the materials I work with and the practices I engage with are, what I argue, wild. When I write and paint with my menstrual blood, when I chew sand, when I burn my own hair and mix it with my piss to make ink, I use my body in tandem with the environment to show other potentials for us and our bodies, reframing the body and, in a further sense, rewilding it. Rewilding is an ecological movement which is calling for us to revert some of our landscape back to accommodate megafauna, i.e. large animals, predators. This way, natural ecological systems can come back to repair and rebalance themselves. We've killed off all our bears, wolves, lynxes and lions. We didn't want to be eaten. We wanted to be top of the food chain and we didn't want to share our space or our food. That which is wild is demonised, as it sits outside of the civilised world order we've implemented. When women use their bodies to demonstrate we don't abide by those rules, when we interact in ways that aren't easily digestible, when we resist and refuse a passive reprosexuality, like with how I present my body and my work, it causes outrage and often disgust. Let the witch slash bear hunt begin. Jack Halberstam, a queer and cultural theorist and academic, 
talks of wild as being historically framed by early colonialist thought as that which doesn't reflect white hetero-Europeans, as that which does not function in successful market economies, as that which does not practice our finely tuned etiquettes and cultures. I think on this a lot. Wild is that which is untamed, and in some cases, untamable. That which is wild is eradicated. It frightens us. It doesn't stick to the rules we've made up and which made us, and it threatens our death in many more ways than one. For me, being queer is paralleled. It resists normative societal structures in how we use, treat, show, hide, be with our bodies in relation to how others do the same. Normative societal expectations are that two people couple up, monogamously, live to work, work to live, accumulate and produce capital, and reproduce other humans to live by the same values. Being queer is living outside of this, and living through our bodies in alternative ways, sexually and politically, not that I believe the two can be separated. So, I'm a queer woman who floats around in gender fluidity out of sight. I'm in a long-term, mostly monogamous, relationship with a white, straight, cis man. We live together. We like doing what lots of other couples like doing. We like going out for dinner, to galleries, the seaside, antique furniture shops, etc. We go to all of these places, mostly entirely unnoticed by others. We blend in. But it hasn't always been my experience of relationships. I've been to all of these places with girlfriends, and on the occasion we've been visible, that has been through us being objectified, fetishised, and in other times we've just been assumed to be close friends, all of which invalidates our relationship and our love. Being with a cis man has its challenges for me. I love this person. They're fantastic, and I chose and choose every day to be with them. And yet, there are times when I have to have conversations that I wouldn't have to have with a queer person. He loves me for me, and I wouldn't be happy in this relationship did he not understand or acknowledge my queerness. But he hasn't experienced that societal othering of the way you love. There are times when I wish I didn't have to explain this, or out his assumed normal as far from it, or shine light on what he believes to be universal truths as privilege. Straight people know who they are because they've always had it reflected back to them as normality, everyday narratives. I didn't have that. I always felt a discord with what relationships were meant to look like, and I always had closeted crushes on my female friends. Living queerly, living wildly, is living beyond, outside of the spaces that were designated, or feeling caged and suffocated when we're forced into them. Growing up, and still now, my friends' impressions of me have always been quite animal. Small, slightly aggy animals. We see wild as lions and tigers and bears, that which scares us, but those wild creatures in the shadows that Dorothy thinks might ruin her chances of returning to a normal life have different faces, 
and operate in ways other than devouring you. So queer doesn't have a face. It's not recognisable, it's not what you think. But it's here, and it exists, and it's always breathing. It's beyond sight. It's that chord that changes the song altogether. It's a curved line with no visible goal, in and amongst all those straight lines with the end in sight. It's that which proudly declares failure in the face of what late capitalism demands as success. It's that wilderness. Wilderness. Definition. Noun. An uncultivated, uninhabited and inhospitable region. <laughs>